I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. Today, I want to share something that happened to me recently where I was reminded how amazing our bodies are in giving us instant signals that can help us make decisions. I was in a little bit of a funk about something a few weeks ago, and as much as I practice not having expectations and detaching from outcomes, I do still catch myself having them at times, and um, I, I mentioned a little story about that in, last, in the last episode, and uh, that actually was when somebody brought it to my attention. But um, but still, you know, on a regular basis, I'll catch little things where I've had um, have these expectations or attachment moments, just a lot less. Um, but when I do catch it, the way I notice it is when it happens um, in where I feel disappointed. And so that's my like, aha, I must have had a, an expectation about something. There are many resulting feelings of expectations. And for me, disappointment is the most obvious that I can tune into. Because I was still sitting in that disappointment when I was talking to this friend, I wasn't really in a mental space to see the opportunities and possibilities at hand. And I started feeling backed into a corner about a decision that I needed to make, feeling like I had no choice but to do something that I had no desire to do. So as I was sharing this with this friend, she happened to be a coach too. So she challenged why it was that that was the only option and why couldn't I do this other thing instead? And as I started talking about her idea, you know, like responding and talking about it, I noticed a strong instant reaction in my body. My throat opened up, my shoulders dropped, my voice tone smoothed out, and I felt lighter. I even saw on the Zoom screen that I got taller as my posture straightened. And the super cool part is that I caught all of this instantly. So that's the key too, is that while I have less moments of of disappointment and expectation and attachment to things than I used to, if I do notice that I have it these days, I'm usually aware. And then, you know, I might get into a funk about something, not be able to work it out immediately. And yet I'm aware and I can even label it and, and I can do the work to work it out. But being able to catch these signals is huge. And then to be able to catch the shift when I, my, when my mind was opened to another choice was really awesome. And I remember commenting on it too, because I was so thrilled to notice it in that moment myself. 
I really do make a consistent effort to listen to my feelings, my body, and my intuition every day, yet it is still all a practice because, you know, breaking news, I'm still human. So I don't always notice the subtle signals that can happen in an instant, especially while considering a decision. There have been many times I've been in a session with a coach or a therapist, they've commented on signals they notice, and thankfully they brought that awareness to me. And them noticing these things helps get me out of my head and start noticing them too. And all of the little things, that's what can add up to a really obvious message. Then I'm able to see all the possibilities and get unstuck so that I can move forward on something in a way that actually feels good. So the fact that I was talking through something with a friend who also happened to be a coach was a key element here. She was able to ask me a few questions to get me out of my woe is me black and white way of thinking in that moment and, and help me move forward. It really does help to have a coach, a mentor, a good friend, or a therapist to be able to talk something through with because they can hold a space for you where you can ask questions to expand your vision of something and help call attention to the physical and emotional signals that may not be as obvious to us when we're stuck in our head. If you might like some support in getting unstuck and moving forward in something, I have decided to open up a few spots for some private sessions with me before year end, but only a handful of these. So very, very limited. But check in your with your body right now and see if you have a subtle or obvious sign of excitement, maybe a little curiosity about getting my support in this way. And if so, send me a DM on social media with the word session. Um, my handle on all social media is uh, at Cheris Your Life. My closing quote for today is by clinical psychologist Hina Hashmi. Your body is your best guide. It constantly tells you, in the form of pain or sensations, what's working for you and what's not. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cheris Your Life, and my website is CherisYourLife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city, Paris, but with a CH. Special thanks to my dear friend, Paul Suyelgis, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast. <laughs>